Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also coming to you on Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. It is great to be with you today. Uh, you know, lots to talk about. A very, very interesting uh, week in the Champions League with some shock defeats. The Spanish, big Spanish clubs, you know which ones I'm talking about, um, in some big trouble. And Chelsea dropped points. Um PSG with a big win. Let's talk Man City. Let's talk Champions League football. Uh, that's what's on the table today. Those are the topics. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Um, you can also find me here every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. Um, if you miss any part of the show, Never fear. You can always find our podcast at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that's, uh, you know, <clears throat> iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Apple, you know, wherever you get them, you can get me. Think about it that way. You know, that's what the marshal says, right? You can get me there. Mm. Lots to get to today. Big stories. Plus, is Ronald Coman on Death Watch? Let's talk about that. And if he is, is it right? Or are the problems at Barcelona deeper than just a managerial change? There's so much to talk about. Once again, Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Liverpool continue their fine form with a massive result uh, against Porto midweek in the Champions League, beating... Uh, Porto at the Estadio Dragao by five goals to one. Uh, let's talk about that. And they, of course, have a massive match coming up this weekend against Manchester City, uh, a match that will define uh, basically the Premier League race uh, between now and the end of the year. Uh, yes, folks, I know Manchester City are not in the top four right now in the Premier League, well, well, just got into the top four in the Premier League, I suppose is the way to put it, uh, with that big win over Chelsea. Uh, let's talk about it. I'm going to go to break. I'll be right back. This is World Soccer Radio. Don't go anywhere. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, All right, welcome you back. Somehow <coughs> Excuse me, World Soccer Radio, do. Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Nick Geber with you here. 
Uh, great to be with you. By the way, um, I'd like to welcome all of the men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It's great to have you with me. Well, we're back and better than ever with the NFL. We're talking about sports betting, folks. We're talking about betonline.ag. All eyes are on the gridiron right now as the NFL teams are back on for another season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. That's NFL football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and receive this bonus from football, basketball, boxing, all forms of soccer, of course, the Premier League, the Champions League, the Europa League, the Internationals, the World Cup qualifying, the World Cup. Oh, they've got it all. Right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And this show is presented to you by uh, Bet Online. You know. Just as an aside, before we get into the football, not the NFL football, that is. Boxing's really getting exciting, isn't it? I mean, Anthony Johnson, Uzik fight was uh, exciting. A great heavyweight battle. Just what you wanted to see. Two heavyweights going, you know, toe-to-toe for 12 rounds and... Uh, a fair result at the end. It was it clearly winning that fight? And, and and next up, of course, is Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. I'm really looking forward to that fight. I believe that's coming up in about a week or so. And then the question is, you know, we're going to have a, unif- uh, a unification fight uh, between uh, Usyk and Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder, depending on you know who has who wins that fight. Uh, we'll have to see. It's exciting stuff. Usually, the heavyweight division been a bit of a snooze fest i mean let's uh let's be honest right it's not always been the best division i mean the era, the mike tyson evander holyfield era was uh, really really exciting in uh, terms of heavyweights uh but then we kind of had this um we kind of had this era <coughs> excuse me where it got sort of you know really dull i mean let, let let's be honest right i mean the eras of the buster douglases and the evander holyfields no mike tyson's obviously but then of course you know we got into this sort of dire klitschko era now look the klitschkos were good boxers don't get me wrong i mean by the same by the same tune Uh, you know, Floyd Mayweather's a great boxer, but but not an exciting one. The Klitschkos were anything but exciting. You know, it was well like an eight-year reign, seven-year reign, right? It was Vladimir Klitschko. And, and you know, now we have Alexander Us- um, Usyk, who's got the WA, the IBF, and the WBO belt. Tyson Fury with the WBC belt. And that's what we got to see. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get off boxing because I know this isn't a boxing show. But gosh, you know, sometimes... <coughs> excuse me. 
sometimes you know you just get so excited you want to you want to talk about it but that's going to be a great fight all right well champions league football obviously uh the story this week and it has been very exciting in the champions league and and when i say exciting really what i mean is if we showed up for the champions league like it were the european super league every year and it was the same old people same old people in and out every year doing the same thing the same results same guys get to the final Real Madrid, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. It gets boring. It, 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 it really just gets dull. You start to lose interest. Now, clearly the era of Messi and Ronaldo domination when they were respectively with Real Madrid and Barcelona uh, was, was the primary reason for this and, and the spend <coughs> excuse me that each of these teams built around these superstar players is the reason that these teams were so very good in European football. But all good things come to an end. The hangover associated with that is intense and we're going to talk about that a little bit in regards to Barcelona and, and to a degree Real Madrid. And of course, I talk about the cyclical nature of football all the time on this show. And it's not just football, okay? It's all sports, really. In a, I'll say open league, in a league system where the results are not predetermined, which I'm pleased to say is most of the large sports leagues we want, Dominance by one team for decades and decades and decades generally doesn't happen. Because once you get to stand on the pedestal, as Alex Ferguson once indelicately said, someone will come and want to knock you off. And you know what I'm talking about. And they will do whatever they have to. They'll invest, they'll spend, they'll lie, cheat, and steal, they'll you know, tap up players, they'll, or they'll build, you know, a firm foundation for the long haul. And I'm not suggesting any one of these teams I'm going to talk about have done any of the former. But I, I, I think you get the point I'm trying to make here. And we have some, <coughs> some strange situations right now in the Champions League. I mean, Inter Milan and AC Milan uh, who were teams that used to dominate. Now, not so much. PSG is a team seemingly out of nowhere, out of a third-rate European league that is set to dominate the Champions League because that's what they've been built for. Manchester City is like that huge battleship that was built with no expense spared, spared, but... The era of the battleship may be over. And you've got Liverpool coming back to regain their former European glory. It's not even former European glory. It is European glory. I mean, how many finals have you, has Liverpool been to in the Champions League in the last 10, 12 years? More than most. Chelsea trying to find some European glory. I mean, you know, uh, there's some great stories. 
Bayern Munich, of course, can't forget the Germans. Bayern Munich, terrific team. United hoping to really make some waves. But it is cyclical. So these teams come up, these teams go down, these teams roll around. One spends more than the other, one doesn't, the other one doesn't spend enough. But Real Madrid and Barcelona have some very unique issues that really we very rarely see issues like this in professional sports, particularly soccer. Issues that are this structural, this problematic, this endemic. And I'm going to explain to you why those problems came to be when we come back right here, World Soccer Radio. Presented by BetOnline.ag. All right, uh, welcome back. World Soccer Radio presented by BetOnline.ag. Nick Gieber with you here on a beautiful, beautiful midweek uh, talking about some Champions League football. The results are in in the Champions League this weekend. It has been a staggering set of results this weekend. Uh, Ajax beating Besiktas 2-0 at home. I predicted that. Shakhtar Inter 0-0. I'm trying to recall because I actually didn't write my picks down, but I think I had that as a, as a draw. PSG Man City, I had a as a draw, and Man City lost 2-0 at Parc des Princes. Bruges go to Leipzig and beat them 2-1. I didn't have that result. Liverpool go to Porto and beat them 5-1. I had Liverpool winning. I did not have them winning by a four-goal margin. Atletico beat Inter Milan. I believe I had that result. Uh, that was at San Siro. Borussia Dortmund beat Sporting 1-0. Uh, at the um, in Dortmund, and I did have that result at the Bernabeu. Real Madrid lose two one to Sharif, and I'm telling you right now, I did not have that result. And I do remember the odds on Sharif winning were plus twenty five hundred. Wow! In Bergamo. Atalanta beat Young Boys 1-0. I had that. Zenit beat Malmo 4-0. I had that result. Bayern Munich absolutely thwomping on Dinamo Kiev 5-0. In Munich, Benfica beating Barcelona 3-0. In Lisbon, I did not have that result. United beating Villarreal. I had a draw. United very lucky to pull that out thanks to Cristiano Ronaldo. Wolfsburg won. Sevilla won. I don't remember what, what I don't remember what my pick for that one was. I really don't. Salzburg beat um, Lille on two one, and Juve beating Chelsea one nil. I don't think I had that result either. I think I had Chelsea or a draw. So, other than the fact that my prediction sucked, by the way, um, as you know, on this show midweek and on Fridays. I give you my pundit's uh, picks and predictions and prognostications. I give you all the best odds and the great uh, money values, if there are any. Hopefully, usually I do better than I did this week in the Champions League. Uh, but all the odds uh, and money lines are courtesy of uh, our good friends, uh, betonline.ag. 
your online sportsbook expert, the place where the game starts. Head over right now, betonline.ag. Sign up for a new account and you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You heard me right. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Um, so the surprises, you know, came hot and heavy, uh, quite frankly, this uh, week in the Champions League. And that is why there are years when the Champions League is absolutely scintillating. And there are years when the group stages are absolutely dull as hell. And, and they're almost not even worth watching some of the time. This is not one of those years. Starting with Manchester City going to PSG and losing 2-0... Um, by the way, Messi getting a huge, huge goal for PSG, the second goal, opening his account at Paris. But Manchester City, despite currently being second in the Premier League, are struggling. I think it's wouldn't be an understatement losing 2-0 to Paris beating Leipzig six goals to three but you know why are you conceding six go three goals at home at the Etihad similarly in the Premier League yeah, they're second in the Premier League. They're only a point behind Liverpool. Defensively, they've been good. But, you know, an opening day loss against Spurs. And then, uh, you know, a, a draw against Southampton is, quite frankly, a, a, a bit of a head-scratcher. Fundamentally the same team. And I say fundamentally, I, I, I really mean fundamentally the same team as last season. But clearly the future of Manchester City, the next iteration, the next genesis of this team, was to be centered around Harry Kane. And I, I, I think it might be one of the first times that I really think Manchester City have dropped the ball in terms of not having an alternate. They brought in, okay, they brought in Jack Grealish. All right, great, okay? They brought in this 18-year-old from Fluminense who no one knows about called Keiki. But, you know, losing Aguero and not replacing those goals is really problematic. And obviously those goals were going to be replaced by Harry Kane. And when Harry Kane was unable to leave Spurs, what shocked me was that there was really no plan B at City. And it's a game of right now with the level of competition in the league. 
It's a game of such thin margins and so unforgiving for every slip-up, every mistake. And by the way, my team, Liverpool, I mean, Brentford are a, a fabulous team. I've told you this before. One of my favorite teams currently in the Premier League. But dropping points to Brentford was a huge error. Despite the fact that it's, you know, match day six. It was match day six, right? You just can't afford to make errors. You can't afford to slip up. And Manchester City, for as good of a team as they are, are going to be stretched thin on the scoring front with no Aguero, no Kane. Yes, they have players fully capable of scoring, of course. But I think you saw that in Paris, a 2-0 loss to PSG in what was the grudge match, the return match, the Champions League final that wasn't. Everybody thought last year that was what it was going to be, Man City PSG, right? It just wasn't. Anyway, um, will Manchester City emerge from this group? Yeah, Man City will emerge from the group. If, you, if you're telling me with four matches left that Man City are not going to finish one or two, uh, you're just wrong, okay? They're, they're going to come out of the group. But it's indicative of some of the issues that they have. So then the question has to be, do Man City have what it takes to get to the final of the Champions League and win it? it with their current squad, in their current iteration. I do not think that they do. I think it, it really for them to... have better odds of achieving what they need to achieve they're going to have to make a big move in january for whatever player is available and and yes they were trying to get cristiano ronaldo and you know he would have helped them i mean just look at what I, what he did for manchester city uh, manchester united uh in the champions league scoring that last goal seemingly at the death right against Villarreal literally at the death when Cristiano Ronaldo comes on and scores a goal at the last kick of the ball to give you all three points at home against a very very game the Villarreal side considered by some to be a potential underdog here that's huge okay that's huge When a player like Cristiano Ronaldo can come on and make a change like that, that is massive, which is why which is why when you have a guy like Cristiano Ronaldo leaving your team, it creates an almost unfillable void. Now, Cristiano Ronaldo isn't the type of player that makes those people around him better. But he is an impact player. He's the most game, big game player in almost the history of football. I would suggest that Maradona more so, but, but not by a lot, to be fair. And when he leaves your club, 
when you have your, your club has been built around a cadre of exceptional players and you don't have that conveyor belt system replacing them because the, uh, the pull from other clubs and more money and elsewhere becomes such that you can no longer control the flow of the world's greatest talent, you have a giant void to fill. And that void becomes nary impossible to fill. I'll elaborate on this a little bit more when I get back. World Soccer Radio, Nick Eber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'll be right back after this. All right, so welcome back. World Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag, where the game starts. Champions League football is a discussion. Uh, We were talking before the break. uh, It was kind of going on a little bit of my diatribe about the changing of the guard and the cyclical nature of sports. Now, and sports teams, and, and really what I'm getting to is that the teams in Spain, Real Madrid and Barcelona, are clearly going through their changing of the guard and I don't just mean a player changing clearly Messi leaving Ronaldo leaving a few years ago uh, from Madrid Uh, you know those are changing of the players but really what I mean is uh, the next phase of their development and uh, you know you, you get these pronounced changes happening usually when there's like three one of three major events happen. Uh, number one, a long-term tenured manager who has had an opportunity to imprint himself into the club and to a degree become synonymous and or bigger than the club leaves. Number two, when a influential long-term player who has become synonymous with the club and in many respects it has possibly become bigger than the club leaves and number three when the club or number three when the club goes through some sort of cataclysmic financial change and it doesn't have to be bad for example i mean there's no better example of that than chelsea football club and roman abramovich arriving um, buying them from ken bates buying them out of bankruptcy uh and you know, well, no, they were not in bankruptcy. They were within 24 hours of going into bankruptcy due to the Chelsea Village project and, and other missteps from Ken Bates. Uh, Abramovich comes in, turns them around, injects money, and all of a sudden, uh, well, not quite all of a sudden, but you know, in very short order, they start uh, winning trophies and, 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 and having a say in the star chamber, if you know what I mean. <laughs> So it's, it's not always a bad thing. Uh, on the other hand, you know, if you can remember Liverpool with uh, um, Penn and Gillette, <laughs> that's what I call them, but you, you remember when they were uh, Hicks and Gillette, when they were, you know, near bankruptcy. So you, you, you see these cycles coming and happening. And, and, and I will say this, Real Madrid and Barcelona have been very careful over the years to... Yes, they have had influential managers, most certainly. But those managers, despite their success, I mean, look at Zidane, right? Have never become 
the tail has never wagged the dog. Let's just put it that way. Um, you see that happening all the time. Uh, you know, you can see it, the, the, the deleterious effect that that had in England, for example. <clears throat> you know, where Alex Ferguson left Manchester United, uh, Arsene Wenger leaving Arsenal. I mean, these managers leave. Uh, in the case of Alex Ferguson, I have my own opinions as to why he left. And Arsene Wenger, I think, largely left for the same reason. Oh, I'll tell you what it is. I'll put it out there. I, I, I think they felt that the development that they had taken the club to, whether it was Manchester United or Arsenal, they were going to have to go into a rebuilding and redeveloping cycle, and I think they just didn't have the energy for it, which in both the case of both these men, uh, obviously um, Alex Ferguson, incredible, I mean, won a lot more than Arsene Wenger did. But, you know, both of these men looked at the situation in their clubs and, and I think just didn't have the didn't have the drive for it anymore. And I know for sure Alex Ferguson looked at, you know, what was coming up through the Manchester United youth system and, quite frankly, the uh, the level to which youth systems over the last couple of decades have become so totally gutted by the big money at the top of the leagues and, uh, you know, at the top leagues and in the Champions League, uh, that the desire to win today outneeds the, uh, the necessity to build a conveyor belt of younger players coming through your academies and systems. So a lot of the young talent gets sold off fairly early. And then part of that also is that young talent, when they get good enough to maybe get a sniff at the first team, they don't get much playing time. And, and, and you know, they want to go and develop somewhere. There's a whole range of, of discussions about, you know, sort of the, the waning influence in, uh, of youth academies. And we can talk about that, you know, another time. But the point that I'm going here is, if you look at Barcelona in a big way, Real Madrid also in a way, but, but not quite in the same way. Barcelona suffered two of these three major catastrophes. They had a total financial meltdown. And their marquee player, the guy who pretty much had become synonymous with Barcelona, left largely because of point number one. <laughs> you know, uh, both player and club wanted the relationship to continue, but the financial realities wouldn't let it. So Barcelona is now going through an awful time. And they are going to continue to go through an awful time until they find their footing. Firing Ronald Koeman, and, and believe you me, he's gone, okay? You don't lose 3-0 away in Portugal to Benfica in the Champions League and survive that. Despite... Uh, what you might think. And by the way, the red card happened after they were already down three goals to nil. So Coleman is gone. They're going to go through the managerial shimmy, 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 shake situation 
and they're not going to come out of it right on the other side because, quite frankly, anybody taking over a Barcelona uh, has to really, really be concerned. The club is uh, nearly a billion in debt. Struggling in the Champions League. Uh, struggling in La Liga as well, by the way. <coughs> Even though they're unbeaten, I want to say they, uh, they've, uh, they've drawn three matches, right? So they're currently, what, sixth place? And yeah, Real Madrid, top of the table for sure. They also have their issues. But they've been suffering with their issues for a little bit longer than Barcelona have. So Barcelona not only have to fill the financial gap, fill the footballing gap. And, and remember, one of the things I, I say when you compare Messi and Ronaldo is that you know Ronaldo is a big game player who will always come through with the goals. Ronaldo is not a player that makes the other players around him better. In point of fact, he might make them worse. But the amount that he can come on and influence the game is by far going to outstrip the, you know, the fact that maybe he doesn't make the players around him better. Now, Messi is the opposite. Sure, Messi's a big game player, sure, but, but not, not quite to the Ronaldo level. But Messi is the type of player that elevates all the players around him. And when you take that out of the core of a team, particularly a team that he has been at since he was a little boy, okay? That team is really going to have an awful time. Look how long it has taken Manchester United to, let's just say, right the ship, if you think the ship has been righted since Alex Ferguson left. I mean, how many managers has Manchester United gone through? Um, if you think about it, they discovered, quite rightly so, after much trial and error, you know, David Moyes didn't work. Although, why, I don't know. You know, David Moyes' win rate was better than Ryan Giggs, Louis van Gaal. Um, so, okay, let's go down the list. David Moyes, uh, Ryan Giggs was the caretaker manager. Then Louis van Gaal, then Jose Mourinho. And finally, they're actually letting uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, have some games. I mean, he... Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has had more games now than Moyes, Giggs, Van Hal, or Mourinho did at the helm. And, and, and they're doing okay. I mean, they're doing, I don't think they're going to win it. I don't think they're going to win the Champions League. I don't think they're going to win the Premier League. But they are, you know, what Manchester United supporters want. And I don't care what they want because I can't stand them. But I mean, you know, they want their team to be successful. The same thing with Liverpool. Look at, the, you know, look at what Liverpool went through after they had, you know, a series of, well, Liverpool, <coughs> excuse me, was a little bit different, obviously, because they had the issue of the whole European ban and, and, and all that stuff that happened. All the, mind you, the, all, all the English teams had that too. But, you know, you had the uh, Gerard Houllier, Roy Evans era. You had the Houllier, the Benitez, the Roy Hodgins, the Kenny Dalgleishes. It took a while. Really, since Kenny Dalgleish left, what, in 91? It's taken, it took Liverpool, you know, 30 years to right the ship. 
And I, and I know that sounds crazy. And yeah, there were some wonderful moments. Uh, the UEFA Cup final, the Istanbul obviously was incredible. Um, but think about it for a minute. This is, becomes a cataclysmic event that rocks these clubs to their core. So don't expect Barcelona to bounce back tomorrow. I was reading some Middle Eastern bloke wants to give them a billion dollars to clear their debt. Don't expect that to change the situation overnight. Look what happened at Real Madrid when Cristiano Ronaldo left. It took them a while to right that ship. And yeah, I mean, they haven't won the Champions League again, right? But they are on the way to a rebuild. That's what I mean when I talk about the cyclical nature. All right, so let's get quickly back to the Champions League. So a wonderful, we- a, a, a absolutely fabulous uh, a midweek Champions League. Um, and, yeah, we had big shocks. Yes, we had, you know, uh, last gasp goals from Ronaldo for United. We had Barcelona losing 3-0 at Benfica. We had Chelsea uh, losing to Juve. But we are really, you know, um, only two matches in to what is a six-match group stage, right? So, again, I've just got a minute. But Group A, I, I still suspect it'll be it'll be PSG and City. Uh, group B will be likely be Liverpool and Atletico. Group C will be Ajax and Dortmund. Group D, even though you talk about Sharif, who have done fabulously, by the way, un, unbeaten, right? two wins on the two wins it, it will likely be real madrid and either sharif or inter milan I, I, one hopes it's sharif for the underdog right group e we're still looking at uh, bayern going out on top i don't know that barcelona are going to go through group f atlanta man united probably or villarreal and man united well, we'll get into the Champions League more as we get into more of the rounds. I do have to go to break. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'll be right back after these messages. We are presented by betonline.ag. All right, uh, welcome back, World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. Nick Eber with you. If you miss any part of the show, don't worry about it. Uh, you can hear it again <coughs> or download it. Subscribe to our podcast <coughs> at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Uh, let's get back very quickly to the Champions League discussion. Uh, Group E, the question now is, two matches in, Bayern Munich lost two. Are they going to go through in second place? Um, wow, great question. Don't know. Tough group, by the way. Going to Kiev is always... A difficult, difficult game to play going to Ukraine. Or, you know, are Benfica going to go out in second place? We'll have to wait and see. Group F, (coughs) excuse me, Man United will go through for sure. Uh, I predict it'll be Man United, probably Villarreal, okay? 
Group G, Red Bull Salzburg, Sevilla, Wolfsburg. Salzburg doing really, really well so far, but I believe they will go through with Sevilla. And Group H, it'll be Juve and, and Chelsea. So th th those are my predictions uh, still. Um, I guess the, real, the ones we want to watch, we want to continue to watch uh, AC Milan in Group B. We want to continue to watch um, Inter Milan in Group D and how Sharif do, continue to do in that group. And the other story, of course, is Barcelona in Group E. All right, uh, those are my midweek Champions League thoughts. Uh, join me tomorrow on this very same network, same place, same time, and I will give you my Friday uh, patented Premier League pundits preview and prognostication show, my very own Triple P loan to you, so that when you go to betonline.ag and put down a few bucks, I can give you a little bit more ammunition when you do that. All right, folks, uh, listen, have a great night. I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow, and we have some huge Premier League matches coming up this weekend, so we're going to go through them all tomorrow. Until that time, have a great night. Speak to you then. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.